do. Thank you. Um, I promise I'm not going to sing to you. <laughs> feel like a rock star, though, holding a microphone like this. Uh, Christmas is a time for giving. How are you doing with your Christmas shopping? <laughs> Anybody finished their Christmas shopping? Everything's wrapped and they're sitting feeling smug. Hands up. Anyone finished? <laughs> Hands up if you like to live dangerously and you leave it till Christmas Eve and rush around at the last minute. <laughs> we, we all know that Christmas is a time of giving. Um, particularly if you buy it from our particular online store or our particular shop, uh, the commercialisation of Christmas. It's a time of giving, but buy it from us. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we all go to great lengths to get presents for our loved ones that we know will please them, the things that they would really love. Um, I've read on East Grinstead Mums a couple of weeks ago. Bit of a long shot. Has anyone got a small yellow fire engine, Maxbox, Hot Wheels size that they no longer want and are willing to sell on to me. My son has decided it's the only thing he's going to ask Santa for, totally last minute. And any suitable ones I have found online won't get here before Christmas. It has to be yellow as it's his favourite colour. And he saw one in a museum recently, so he's certain that they are easy for Santa to get. <laughs> a plea from the heart from a local mum. And I saw another one uh, this morning. Um, who's desperately searching for a Pikachu plush character that her son has suddenly decided he must have for Christmas. So if you have either of those items, let me know and I'll put you in touch. I also saw on Facebook um, a video from Prison Fellowship, which we support here. I saw a mum, I think her name was Teresa, holding back tears. She told how she knew what her three children at home without her wanted for Christmas. But she was not able to do anything about it because she was in prison. She heard about the Prison Fellowship's Angel Tree project and so she filled in an application form and that was it, she heard no more. After Christmas, she had letters from her children telling her that they had received those exact presents they had asked Santa for. On the video, she wept. <laughs> we give because we love. And today, I'm talking about a celebration of love. And the verse I was asked to speak on was John 3.16. Now, I think quite a lot of you here could probably help me because I think quite a lot of you know it off by heart. So if I started off, perhaps you could continue. So, for God so... <laughs> okay, that's brilliant. A bit of a cheat because it's up on the screen. <laughs> but quite a lot of you, I think, know that off by heart. And it's very easy when we know something so, it's so familiar to us, it trips off the tongue and we somehow lose the meaning of it. And when I was asked to speak on this, I thought, oh goodness, what do I speak about? Everybody's spoken so much about it before. You know, I've heard the great Terry Virgo speak on it. I've heard Billy Graham speak on it. What on earth am I going to say? But the more I meditated on it, the more 
I felt the depth of God's love for us in what he gave. God gave and so we have. What did God give? He gave his son, the most precious thing to him in the whole world. And what do we receive? Well, as scripture says, eternal life. And that's not just in length, it's in quality as well, a fullness of life. Now, my visual aid is not quite so heavy. There we are. We're familiar with angels at Christmas. Uh, we heard earlier about um, what the angels said to people. We heard yesterday several um, accounts of what the angels said to people, particularly to the shepherds. Um, we're very familiar with them. My little granddaughter, who's just five, was an angel in her Christmas nativity play. Hands up if you've had a relative recently be an angel in a nativity play. Yeah, isn't it lovely when they're dressed up and they look sweet and innocent um, and they sing their lovely little songs? Um, they seem to have different ones now to the ones that my children learned. Um, do anybody remember Rat-a-tat-tat? Yes, okay, you had children the same time as me then. <laughs> um, we're familiar with angels, um, but we don't just have them at Christmas. Angels are there throughout biblical history. They're at creation. Job tells us they shouted at creation. We see them. Uh, they were there when God created man for friendship with himself. They were there as man rebelled and was excluded from that friendship, broke that friendship. They watched over the centuries as God made various ways for his people to come close to him and to reestablish that relationship with him. They watched as those plans appeared to fail and man continued to rebel and continued to go his own way uh, and not listen to God. They saw the grief and pain in God's heart as the creation he loved continued to go their own way and reject him. The angels knew that God wanted reconciliation. They knew how much he loved man. But what was his plan? Everything seemed not to work. Man still ignored God as God reached out to him over the centuries. Mankind still rebelled. I can imagine the conversations going on in heaven. I can imagine the angels talking to one another uh, and saying, well, I don't understand. Why isn't it working? Um, what, what's going on? They're still rebelling. Why don't they respond? They know God's there. Why don't they respond to him? They can see him in creation. Why don't they respond? God's reaching out to them. And I can imagine the, the puzzlement, the, the debate going on. And then the time comes. I think I'm going to put this angel down. I feel silly studying it. <laughs> the time comes when God announces that he has a plan. And he begins to send angels to make various announcements to people. To Joseph, in a dream, he hears, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. 
to Mary herself, the angel Gabriel said, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and will reign, he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom shall never end. And then to the shepherds. Do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. The angels watch, the angels listen, the angels pass on the message, the angels puzzle. What is he doing what is God doing? This is new. This is different. He's breaking in. As we've learnt with the rope here, God broke in to our timeline. What is God doing? No, surely not. Does he love people so much that he goes to these lengths? Really? To that extent? He's sending his beloved, only, unique son to be the ultimate sacrifice for mankind to satisfy justice and restore relationship. The word is to be made flesh. No wonder they broke out into celebration and amazement at God's amazing plan. Now, my angel is very sweet. This was probably an unwise purchase when we were hard up when our children were small, but I fell in love with her and she's sat at the top of our Christmas tree for the last 30 years. Still very fond of her. I've done a bit of repair to her wings recently. But this is not what angels are like. We're not talking the sweet little nativity angels. We're not talking Chris's sweet little angel. Um, I'm not sure they're even female. Uh, I think the angels are much more... And I must apologise to Welsh friends here, and in fact, even to English friends now. Um, I think the angels were much more like the England supporters celebrating when Rashford scored against Wales. I know that's ancient history. I know we're out of the World Cup. But do you remember those heady days when Rashford scored against Wales? And I think I've got a video. I hope I've got a video to share with you. I'm sorry that that was the end of the story, but <laughs> uh, some of you probably shared in that joy. Some of you probably joined in that celebration. I think that's much more how the angels celebrate in heaven and how the angels celebrated um, when Jesus was born. A mighty roar went up in the stadium. People waved flags and scarves. They jumped on each other, hugging and roaring at the tops of their voices. Yes, he's done it. A mighty anthem roared out. And on that day, when God gave his son, the angels roared. We sang it in a song earlier. The angels roared and sang much louder than football supporters. 
Glory to God in the highest heaven. Yes, he's done it. Justice is satisfied. Glory to God in the highest heaven. Death is defeated. Glory to God in the highest heaven. He's found a way at great cost to get mankind back for himself. The whole of heaven celebrated God's overwhelming love. At that moment, he was willing to give up his one, only, unique son to re-establish relationship with his creation. Yes, he's done it. How much he must love us to do that. How much he must love you and me. That's worth celebrating. Our life experience conditions us to expect everything to come to an end. Christmas Day comes to an end. Birthdays come to an end. Holidays, childhood, they all come to an end. Death and decay is the natural progression of life. We try to defy it. We use freezers and preservatives and cosmetics. But we can't defer it indefinitely. And even the best loved pudding at Christmas, the leftovers have to be thrown away eventually. My aching joints also confirm that to me. I was the best high jumper in my primary school and now stairs present a challenge. <laughs> what if God turned that around? What if he offers abundant, overflowing life that does not need to end? What if to offer that to us, it cost him what he loved most? What if he loved us enough to give up his only son so that we can have a whole and lasting life? We've all been born of the flesh, but what if we can be born of the spirit? Now, the angels celebrated at the beginning when that, of that possibility when they sang to the shepherds about after the birth of Jesus. But we also hear of them celebrating again in chapter 15 of Luke's gospel. It says, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. That is Bible speak for one rebel who changes his or her mind. Two and a half thousand years ago, the prophet Isaiah said, We all like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us has turned to our own way. And then 2,000 years ago, Paul, um, the apostle, said, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all rebelled. We've all turned away. Throughout history, the angels watched that, but they've also watched as we have rebelled and they see the effects on our lives and our community. There is so much in the media these days about mental health, loneliness, anxiety, self-doubt. What if we can know that we are forgiven and loved more than we have ever known before? What if God offers healing and reconciliation and relief from our anxiety? What if we can be like the sparrows and not worry what we will eat? What if we can be like the wild flowers and not worry what we will wear? What if we can totally trust a loving Father in heaven who knows all our needs? The angels celebrated not only the coming of Jesus to a stable in Bethlehem, but they also celebrate every time one rebel turns around and says, God, I've got it wrong. 
Forgive me. Imagine those football crowds. Every time someone stops rebelling and trusts God's overwhelming love for them, there is celebration in heaven. Yes! For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten unique son so that whoever believes, trusts in, clings to, relies on him shall not perish or come to destruction or be lost but have eternal, everlasting life. There can only be one response to this. For all of us, particularly if you have never accepted God's love gift before, there can only be one response. Turn from our rebelling, turn from doing things our own way, and accept the most precious gift in the universe the Son of God, God's love for us. If you feel God has been speaking in your heart and you want to respond to him this morning, either in the room or online, perhaps these words might help you. Perhaps if everybody would close their eyes and repeat these words after me and If you mean them in your heart for the first time, this is a beginning of a new relationship for you with God. God, I am so sorry that I ignored you when you were willing to do that for me. I am so sorry that I have been rebelling and doing things my way instead of listening to you. Thank you that you love me so much that you are willing to sacrifice everything to bring me back to yourself. I submit to you and I ask you to forgive me and to take control of my life. I need you. If you have prayed that prayer for the first time, please speak to one of the leaders after the meeting. Or if you're online, please email the office. Or if you know someone who's a Christian, speak to them. We can suggest steps to help you to grow in your understanding of God's love for you. And in fact, right in front of me here is an advert for Alpha. And I really would recommend that as a way to understand a little more of God's love and what it is that he's offering you. I'm going to go through the scripture again. And this time I'd like you to, and you've probably seen this done before, just put your own name in the appropriate places and read it with me. For God so loved Chris that he gave his one and only son so that if Chris believes in him, Chris shall not perish but have eternal life. That's worth celebrating. Let's celebrate. Hey, my name's Dan Baptist and I'm lead pastor here at Jubilee Community Church. 
We really hope that something from this morning's word has blessed you and reached you. And if you'd like to talk about anything you've heard or just be able to talk about maybe faith or get some prayer, then please get in contact. You can email us, give us a call at the centre and one of the team's going to get back to you. We'd love to do this, especially if you're just thinking about what it is to become a Christian. You want to sit down and really talk that through with anyone. We also run regularly on a Sunday some joining the church courses. And if you want to know more about Jubilee Community Church and what it is to belong here, then you can just uh, find out online when the next one of those is going on and you can attend, have a meal, sit down, talk about it. We also have some amazing midweek group life uh, where it's a great opportunity to dig further into your faith. Again, you can find out that on our website too. Anyway, just wanted to say hi and uh, bless you and we'll catch up soon.